Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. There are a lot of people that are planning a lot in the area of finances, in the area of other areas, but they're not reaping anything. Don't have enough. Your clothes not what they should be. You earn your wages and it seems like the outflow is greater than the inflow. When these things begin to happen in your temple, the Lord God Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. But the good news is, it's not too late to start taking care of the house of God. One place it says, you take care of my house and I'll take care of your house. Look at Haggai 1.8 now. Go up into the mountains, bring down the timber, build the house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. It's not too late. It's not too late to build up your temple again. It's not too late to build up the church for the glory of God. Welcome to Rama for Today. Ken Hagen continues his teaching on God's greater glory. That's next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. See, some people are more concerned and some churches are more concerned about pursuing prosperity for themselves than they are in building the kingdom through missions and other outreach programs to those that need to hear the word. The house of God in that day referred to the temple that Solomon had built and that had been destroyed when the Babylonians came in and utterly destroyed the city of Jerusalem, tore down the walls and so forth and so on. But look at 1 Corinthians 3.16 in the Amplified Version. Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has its permanent dwelling in you to be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually? According to this verse, individuals are the temple of the Holy Spirit. This shows us that also that the church, when we as the temples of the Holy Spirit come together in a body such as this, then the church becomes collectively the house of God also. I mean, understand that. See, there's nothing here but carpet and cement and steel and wood until we walk in. Although it is dedicated for the purpose of the propagation of the gospel, the power of God, the glory of God does not reside in this building. It only comes in when we come in. So if you want the power of God in your services, you're going to have to do something individually and then it will take place in the corporate body. We must begin to preach and teach the word with a greater fervency than we ever have before. We must begin to show reverence for the presence of God in our midst. We must begin to worship God in spirit and truth. I grew up in Pentecost. I want to tell you what, when somebody started to prophesy and when somebody started to speak in tongues, you didn't clap 
You didn't make a bunch of noise. You bowed your head in reverence and you became reverent because you were in awe of the power and the presence of God. So many times today, somebody begins to prophesy and people begin to clap and yell and holler and nobody even hears what's said. They got a little bit of a blessing because of it. It's time that we give. When I'm going to tell you, when the spirit begins to move, let's be in reverence. The reason that the spirit moves out many times, he starts to move and people start a bunch of a bunch of demonstration and grieves the Holy Spirit and he never can accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. Let me move on. Haggai 1, 5 through 7 begins to give us a picture of the results of neglecting to take care of the house of God. Now remember, you are the house of God. And then when we come together collectively in the place that we've dedicated for the house of God, then we all, then the glory is there also. Look at this. Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Wake up and smell the roses. Now we all understand that, right? Let me understand that statement. We most of us do. In other words, be careful. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much but you've harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You put on clothes, but they are worn. You earn wages, only put them in purses with holes in them. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. There are a lot of people that are planning a lot. In the area of finances, in the area of other areas, but they're not reaping anything. Don't have enough. Your clothes, not what they should be. You earn your wages and it seems like the outflow is greater than the inflow. When these things begin to happen, in your temple, The Lord God Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. But the good news is, it's not too late to start taking care of the house of God. One place it says, you take care of my house and I'll take care of your house. Look at Haggai 1.8 now. Go up into the mountains, bring down the timber, build the house so that... I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. It's not too late. It's not too late to build up your temple again. It's not too late to build up the church for the glory of God. It's not too late for the greater glory. Now we must be ready for the greater measure of God's glory. Now let's go to the second chapter. Verses 6 and 7. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, 
I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all the nations and the desire of all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. These people needed to change their priorities so that the glory of God could return. Remember back then, the glory of God dwelt there in the temple in the holy place. How many are holies of holies? How many understand that? That's where the glory dwelt. You have to understand, God had helped them to return from their captivity. They rebuilt houses, but 16 years later, they had not rebuilt the temple for the glory of God. I mean, understand what I'm talking about. See, we've got to want the glory. How many of you want the greater glory? How many of you want the glory of the present house to be greater than the former house? See, the former house was the temple where the glory was. The present house is the temple where the glory of God resides in us. If there's going to be a greater glory, then you and I are going to have to do something about it. God's not. What am I saying to you? There's going to be a shaking of men's priorities. There's going to be the glory of God coming. I want you to understand that in the day and age that we are living in, they are houses that are being filled with people. And they're being taught a nice sermon. But it's like the Apostle Paul says, they have a form of godliness, but there's no power. There's no power. You don't do anything that would offend them. You don't talk about heaven or hell anymore. God has a way of letting us know that we need to change some things. See, we need to get our eyes off of ourselves and what's in it for us. We need to get our eyes off of material things and onto the things of God and onto the spiritual truths of God's Word. Matthew 6 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all, and these things will be added unto you. You go up and read the verses before it talks about food, clothes, and so forth and so on. Here in Haggai, they were saying that they had, they were planting and they were sitting down to eat, but they didn't have enough. Their clothes were worn out. God says, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, that's his power. That's his glory. You won't even have to go out and start believing for all these things. They'll be added unto you. You'll have to go after them. We need to get our eyes off of our well-being and onto the manifestation of God's presence in our lives. 
wherever we're at. And then when we come into our churches, we need to have the manifest power of God. We need to get filled with his power. We need to get a revelation of the things of God, not just a head knowledge of it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the two DVD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Live in the Supernatural. Also in this month's offer is Ken Hagan's book, God's Greater Glory. All this for a special price of $29.95. That's an $11.95 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. It's not too late to register for Call to Arms. So guys, I'll tell you what, get prepared and go online at rhema.org and register for Call to Arms. And and even somebody said, well, I don't know whether I can make it. Listen, we accept walk-in. So if you've come right up and and you don't want to pre-register because you don't know whether and you can can make it, hey, just come on anyway and we can take walk-ins right there. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing series, God's Greater Glory. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.